few times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the amazing, incredible, the incomparable Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Hey, what's going on? Other half here, just saying hello to all you good people. My name is Dan Ramirez, and welcome to episode 99. Almost said 98 for reasons that I don't need to get into right now. <laughs> <laughs> Seems somebody is uh, stuck in time, I guess. Right, Steve? Stuck in time. <laughs> you better get stuck in time. <laughs> All right, full disclosure. I'm not feeling well. I had a nasty headache. I feel like I'm hungover and I'm not hungover, but I feel better now that I'm talking to you, bro. So I think we are ready to do this. I appreciate that. That's, that's dope, man. You know, it's funny. Well, first of all, I'm excited, Dan. Why are you excited? Because something's happening really special this coming week. Oh, do tell. Do tell. It's our 100th episode, bro. Yeah. This is crazy. I know. We finally made it. Holy crap. Like I said, it's kind of like we've already done it because we do have enough episodes to really, it's like we have well over 100 episodes if you count oh, Patreon sure. and everything else. But officially, episodically, this is the 100th episode that's coming up. Yeah, I'm stoked, man. We're going to be talking to a lot of good people. Who? Like whom? Oh, I'm, funny you should ask that question, Steve. I've got them all right here. So Look yes. it up on your iPad, Dan. Oh, that's fucked up, bro. <laughs> I left my iPad at work, so you don't get wacky sound effects today. I was all freaking out. I was like, "Where?" We were like hitting record, and I'm like ready to hit the theme, and I'm like, "Oh no, uh, no iPad." So yeah, it's so weird. I I don't know how you're functioning. I'd be losing my crap right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying trying to not do that, Steve. <laughs> Sorry. All right, go on. <laughs> Sorry. Who's gonna be on our show next week? <laughs> Where's the notes at here? Let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. All right, so. It looks like a lot of people wanted to be on the show, and I guess just because of, you know, the date and time and whenever they, they, I guess availability is really what I'm trying to say. A lot of people didn't respond. So we do have quite a few still, though, and I'm happy about that. Got all the good people. Just kidding. I mean, they're Ooh. great. Don't, they're, they're, I'm just kidding. They're, they're great people. Don't get me wrong. But they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to make the other ones feel bad because, you know, I can do that from time to time. Oh, no. Dude, what is going on with my shit today? <laughs> You know, I was waiting. I was like, watch, the notes don't come up. Dude, no, it was. I'm looking at it, and the notes just disappeared. What? What the fuck is going on with Apple this morning? Are they in Google Docs? No, I have it in my notes on the phone. Oh, on the phone. Okay. Uh, this is really not good, bro. Okay, I guess I'm just going to have to wing this one. Let me go to mail real quick. Okay. Dude. I don't that think I'm supposed hilarious. to be Yeah, I don't think I'm supposed to be recording today. Is really There's a glitch on. in the Matrix, Jim. Something's going on. Okay. Got him. <laughs> Had to go on a little right. pause there for just a second. I'm telling you, there is like technical difficulty shenanigans afoot today because there's all oh, kinds something's of weird, going on. Yeah. There is a glitch in the Matrix, as you put it. Yes. So speaking of the Matrix, did you know that they're filming in San Francisco for uh, Matrix Four? Gee, I was tempted. I was very tempted to drive out there. Yeah, I was just there last week. I'll talk about that. But if I'd have known, I'd have been looking for it. But I was too busy with my with my uh, with a beer in my face the entire time. Of course. Yeah. Now, here's my question. What's up? Do they have a Do they have a Twitter feed of filming now, like locations? Like, hey, if you want to check out this film filming, it's here. They should have a Twitter feed for that, where you're like, oh, I'm in, I'm in town. I'll just go over there and check it out. 
You know what? If they don't, maybe you're the one that's going to create it. It's a lot of work, though. Sounds like a lot that of work. That is a whole lot of work. And also, I don't know how fun directors would be like, really? You're sending just people. Just random, <laughs> random people. Bunch of random we already dogs. need to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of needed. Uh, now we got to pay every everybody as an extra. Right. So we Thanks. have a billion. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> Movie's Appreciate not, it. Movie's not going to make anything at the box office now. Thank you very much. All the fucking craft tables. Yes. All right. So, yeah, I did find yeah, the list. So, apparently, yeah, like I said, something's going on because my iPad's just gone. That's that's on me. And then, of course, I was just about to read all of the people that are going to be on the show next week. And it literally just disappears. It's on my phone. It just disappears that's while I'm so looking weird, at it. Dude. Yeah. While I'm looking at it. It's not like I hit a button. It's just like, oh, it's and it's just gone. So, I don't know what's going on, but I did find the list. So, I know people have been wondering, hey, when are we going to find out what our time is? We're going to find this out. I'm going to work on this tonight, and I will get them out to you by tomorrow, all right? But these are the people that have confirmed. They have RSVP'd. We got Spoiler Steve coming on. You know Steve. No, what's going on, homie? From Scenic Cast. That's our dude right there. Kevin Shanks. Finally, we're going to be talking to the man, Kevin Shanks. the chemist. The genius. And then our buddy Steven from Australia is going to be coming on. That's dope. That's dope. I think that's the wrong accent, Steve, but that's okay. (laughs) He'll appreciate that. And Johnny B's like, yeah, wrong one, but that's okay. Speaking of Johnny B, he's coming on. Johnny Bucks will be on. Oh, yeah. My man Paul Hart's going to be on. Adam Templeman, our man from the north, is going to be on. I'm starting to sound like that dude on Pulp Fiction. Remember? Vince Vega, a guy out in Amsterdam. <laughs> I'm just calling out people's location now. But, yeah, Adam. Adam's going to be here, bringing his Canadian goodness to the show. What's going on? What you doing? What you talking about? You know what I mean? I'm interested. I'm, I'm very interested in talking to Adam because he's uh, somebody that I'm fascinated with. Like, he's always got something witty to say, and I just kind of want to yeah. I want to see. I want to put him up against us and see what's up. You know what I mean? Put out that butt picture on our uh, on, the, on, the, on the Heroes of Noise with the, with the button. Oh, I thought you said a butt picture. I'm like, is he he's taking the pictures of his picture. ass now? <laughs> Look at that Canadian his ass. picture. All that running. <laughs> Rock hard, and chiseled. All right, who else? Uh, Super Q, Quentin Roberts is going to be on. Yo, Q. Shannon Y is going to be on. Hey, the local. N- yeah, we got a local. We have one local. That's awesome. Uh, Nana Pratt from, from Blurds Are Us. My man's going to be on. And then uh, let's hey, see. Hey, bruv. And then, of course, Favon's going to be on, too. And then one more, uh, Chris from ADO Radio will be on, too. And, and I think I got them all. Uh, don't panic if you, if you don't hear your name, because i got to find the note that just disappeared. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all it's going to be on. Oh, and Kevin McKnight's going to be on, too, man. What's going on, MF Ninja yeah. on Twitter? I see you, Hammy, yep. getting all political. Yeah, guys, I am looking forward to talking to everyone. Uh, I am pumped to be able to go over to my homie's house. For the you know t- second time in my life, <laughs> really excited about that. I'm not even going to entertain that, sir. <laughs> got to see the pooches. Got to see the pooches. You're gonna have food when you get here too. Vegetarian food. Yeah, you got that that thing that Wait, it's egg not vegan. Thing. Yeah, yeah, vegetarian. It's vegetarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna you make got you that some egg joint. Yes, start. Uh, I'm, I know how to do those. I'm one of those copycat guys now. I know how to do like the your YouTube videos are like, you know, you're like a Big Mac. Well, I'm gonna show you how to make a Big Mac at home. I didn't do that, but I made Starbucks sous vide uh, egg bites, man. They're fucking that awesome. Fa- it looked good when you showed it to me. I was like, oh, I love those things. I thought you just had bought them from Starbucks. Bro, this thing, I know this isn't a food show, but this thing is making me want to like not barbecue anymore. It's its taking the place Whoa. of the egg. Wait a minute. You know why I'm tired today? Why? We talked about me being tired. 
because I got off at midnight last night. I went to bed around two, woke up at five because I had to, I was, I've been sous vide a pork shoulder. You know what a pork shoulder is, right? It is a shoulder of a pig, basically. Okay. And, uh, yeah. I, I thought it was like, going to go a different direction. I thought you'd be like, it's not really the shoulder, it's their foot. I'd have been like, no, ah, but you know what? Foot. Oddly, they say that for, they call it the pork butt. It's not the butt. You're not eating ass. It's just another shoulder, I believe, or another part of Are the- Are you serious? Yeah, pork butt is not like, you know, a buttocks. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. I did not know a that. A lesson right there for you. I know you're not interested what? in meats. I get it. So it's What's cool. the shank? Uh, That would be like the, <laughs> I think it's like, no, I'm thinking flank. Like part of the back. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it is flank. Is flank, there such thing as shank. a shank? Yeah, I believe so. Lamb shanks. I've seen <laughs> lamb shanks before. I've never eaten one, but I think we're making stuff. No, up. there's such, making... there's a thing called lamb shanks. We've I think we for some reason have talked about lamb shanks on this show. Probably, but I don't know if it exists. No, I'm pretty sure. Flank. They do. I think you were right. Flank I think I is just in part of your body, but no, lamb shanks, bro. They exist. Oh. Anyway, sorry, oh. sorry to get all okay. the food channel on you, but check this no, out. No, I love, I love that you know what you're talking about. That's why I could ask you these. Things. So this is what I did this week on Thursday. Okay, it is now Sunday when we're recording this. <laughs> yeah. On Thursday, I got this. I believe it's like I was like somewhere between seven and nine pound pork shoulder, right? Jesus. And I and I do this light smoke on it. Now I'm going to critique myself and say that next time I do this, I'm going to have to add a little more heat to it because it didn't really get the smoke I wanted. However. Okay. Looking forward, it's going to be better because now we can utilize that meat and do different things with it, like uh, carnitas or pulled pork sandwiches or whatever. What have you, Steve? You know what I mean? So Wait, does it just like fall off? Well, I'm getting finish, there. You need to, just, you need know, to yeah. just calm the hell down for a second. Let me finish I my can't story. Wait to hear you need this. to just yes. shut your mouth for a second. <laughs> and talk. I'm talking. I'm talking barbecue, kind of. Actually, I'm not talking barbecue. So anyway, I smoked this thing, very light smoke, and I think I could have put a little bit more on it. I did that for about three hours. This was on Thursday, right? Okay. Then... Then I got this thing. I put it into vacuum sealer bags. I double bagged it. Wow. Vacuum sealed it and put it into the sous vide. It's a water bath, bro. You, just, you sink this thing into this, this little tub and you turn on that sous vide water circulator. And I've been cooking this thing at 145 degrees for 60 hours. Dog. <laughs> 60 hours. What? I was afraid I was going to burn my house down or some shit. Dude. Ever since This Is Us, I have a weird thing about plugged in appliances. Oh, say with me. When say I with sleep. me. It's fucked Crock up. Crock plot is never going to happen again. No, no. I'm just surrounded by death. I'm looking at it all right now. <laughs> but anyway, I probably could have let it go longer because, I mean, if you're going 60 hours, what's 61, 62 hours? But I was all ready to do this thing. So I got up in the morning. I fired up my, my barbecue pit again because I was going to sear it. You know, turn it all nice and crusty and everything like that. Nice. And uh, <laughs> so when I pulled it out. To answer your question, yes, super tender. Like you just grab onto the little shoulder bone and just pull it right out. The scapula, you just dude, pull it right on. out. Come on. There was no meat on it. Just whoop, just pulled it right out. Come so, on, dude. This thing's sick, dude. It's really good. Yeah. I have, oh, you already I, ate it. I just had a few bites of it and then I went back to sleep. But I'm bringing it for work. I'm bringing my coworker some food. Who? Sandra. She goes to war with me every Saturday and Sunday. I can bring her some food. Okay, wait, wait. You're just you're you're leaving some for the family. Of course. It's, okay, I thought you were bringing like the whole pounds. thing to work. Yeah, here. Okay, I thought. Here you go, coworker. Here's nine pounds of pork. <laughs> like what the Flintstones. Here you go. No, I'm gonna make her a, a, a like a pulled pork sandwich. Because I'm oh, a good guy. Oh, that's really kind of you. Yeah, I think so. But check no, this out. Very nice. But look what yeah. I, okay, so that's all done, right? It came out great. Like people, I'm serious. I, again, we're gonna get off the food in just a second. But if you don't, if you like cooking and you don't have one of these things, you're completely missing out. I swear. Gail's completely sold on this thing. I've been sous vide shit like all week long. Guess what my next project is? 
Or what? Cheesecake. Boom. Making cheesecake this week. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you mean like in ge- I thought you meant for the with the sous vide. I, I thought am. that was your Okay, what? I'm now? making cheesecake with the sous vide. How does that work, friend? I this I I know this needs to be another show. So I apologize if you're here to hear us talk about film or television, but who knows? It's us and quite frankly, we 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 may not get there. I'm just being honest with you. So Cheesecake, Steve. You want to talk about that for just a second? Yes. I'm just going to break down the recipe, but yes, you can, you can do the same thing. I have these little mason jars. Same okay. jars I'm, used to, I'm using to uh, make these egg bites, by the way. Okay. You just fill it with the cream cheese filling. You you crack. Now, I have a choice here. Let me ask you a question. If you Do you like cheesecake? Love. Especially the, it had, the crust, though, has to be legendary. Well, that's what I'm getting at, sir. We're on the same page. Oh, so yes. I'm going to give you a choice because this is not a recipe that I just want. I think I'm going to do this. This is coming off of my head. This is something I've been following, but I've been torn with this one part. The recipe that I'm talking about calls for a crust that is made from Nilla wafers. Oh, that smells. That sounds so good. Jeez. It's pretty great. I think it's going to be good. <laughs> But here's here's the other thing, though. Given the choice, would you rather go Nilla wafers or would you rather go, say, something like uh, graham crackers or maybe like ginger snaps, which I also saw on a video? Oh, I'm going Nilla Ray. I'm, I'm going thinking Nilla the ginger Ray. snaps might be a bit much. It would it would be very gingery. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to. Yeah. I'm doing this for a birthday present. For who? For fire. Is it a birthday? Oh, 21st birthday. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I think she's like 32 or something like that. I'm oh giving out a woman's age. Believe, I know. I, Sorry. I cannot believe she's. Sorry. That's a, she looks pod. great. She looks great, guys. For her age. But I, uh, you, 30, for her age, 32 years old like a puppy, <laughs> dude. What are you talking about? You old man, old man river with your beard and everything. Listen. And I just. All of a sudden everyone's a kid now. I just got a fade on it and everything. That's what I heard. I'm, I'm keeping tabs on you, sir. That Our guy, coworker. Oh, really? following your, your beard progress. Yeah. Freaking, he's clowning. He's like, hurry up. But his beard grows crazy. Yeah, he got a fat one going on now, too. He, he can shave it, and like three weeks later, it looks like that. <laughs> That's how I am. And I would totally do it, but I'm telling you, it's just the uh, the contrast is too much now. Oh, you're bugging, too, dude. Too, uh, too gray. You're but bugging. seriously, like, I could grow some hair, man. I could like fart real hard and, and it have like a 5 o'clock shadow. Do you? I thought you're, you're always so clean shaven, G. You just like that. It just works better for me. I yeah. think your look is better with the beard. Well, now I've got the. I told you I've been shaving my head with a razor, right? Really now? So, oh, so you do did. You remember, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember those toys that you used to get at the store where it was like a magnet beard? I do remember that. Yes, <laughs> that's what it looks like when I grow a beard. So I don't want to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that freaking uh, toy. Holy crap! Man, I'm glad we're talking because I had a gnarly headache and it's going away now. So. This oh is my gosh, the mustache thing. Remember that thing? Oh, and it came with a pencil magnet. A pencil, thing. a little magnet pencil, oh right? So you could draw God, the beard dude. the way you wanted to. That brings back, back like goosebumpy memories. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. Just like Etch a Sketch does. When I see an Etch a Sketch, I'm like, oh my God, Etch a Sketch. I was kind of like a master on an Etch a Sketch. I was not good at all. I couldn't even write my name. I could do some cool shit with an Etch a Sketch. Could you? Not like the stuff that you have. I like these days. I wouldn't be putting it up on Instagram or something. But for a kid, I, I had pretty good control of that thing. Okay, did your friends do this too, like when you were little with Etch Sketch, where you would just make a square, then go in a little more, then make the same square, then go in a little more, so it just looks like by the time, like hours of work, it looks like you're going through a tunnel by the time yeah. you're doing it. Because that's the I, easiest thing to do, because it's all oh, I, straight lines. I thought I invented that, and my mom was like, <laughs> what are you, everyone did, I was like, really? I think I made this up. <laughs> your mom's like, way to be original, you little shit. <laughs> 
worthless. I was like, Mom, brace yourself. <laughs> Get ready. I'm about to show you the creation of fire with my squares. <laughs> Steve I Hudson. I was so doji. I thought I was. Oh, and I also thought about something else this week, G. What's that? I'm almost sure I did because I thought about you when I thought about it, so I must have told you. Okay. Okay. You can just, you can, like, I love Fresno. As do I. You can tell how proud you are, how much you love your city by how much it means to see it on a movie poster. I don't think we've talked about this, so you're okay. And so, I do get excited that way. So here's the thing. If I'm just like, oh, I love Fresno, love Fresno. If I'm like, hey, this is uh, Taylor's River coming up in July. Taylor's Fresno River. B says four stars. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, so I'd be like, ah, well, you know the- what it is? It's like we're a quaint town. We're a quaint city. We have our share of problems. Right. But we're not like the Mecca of entertainment. But I should be proud that Fresno B says. Yeah, but no one gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares that someone from the Fresno B commented on something. I think our only like minor celebrity to make it out of the Fresno B would be a guy named Mark Asagata. Do you know who that is? He does. He, he used to write the sports columns and now he works for Yahoo Sports. Oh, no, there's a bigger celebrity than that. For the Fresno Bee? Oh, not Fresno. I thought you meant Fresno. No, you're referring to uh, Audra McDonald, right? I didn't know she had a street. Like, selling Doritos on his Audra McDowell street. Oh, you know what? I think I saw that. That's right. I didn't That's see. Right. Yeah, I didn't know. But, yeah, I was like, because I was looking at a movie, and I was like, oh, I want to get this. He said, Fresno Bee gives it four stars. I'm like, oh. Bro, we have an even bigger star than that. Wait Fresno. a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't say it. Okay, number one, William Soroyan. Um, yeah, but was he a star? I don't think so. Probably star or superstar, too. Steve. William Soroyan. Um, I would say. S- I don't even know if he makes it as a star. I don't even know if he makes it. He, he makes it as a star here. He is a luminance from a star. There we go. For here, he's a star. I, yeah, now, for a small town, he's a star. I heard y'all were big on when like Timmy T blew up. Oh, Timmy T. I forgot about him. Z-lister, Timmy T. <laughs> Do you remember was, that song? Yes, I do. See, this is why I'm pissed. I don't have my goddamn iPad with me right now. <laughs> we could be having a Timmy T conversation. I, when no, I try. Yes. When I came here, they were just like, hey, you know Timmy T's from here. I'm like, y'all are bragging about that? Oh, <laughs> you just brought up a really... Okay, so Timmy T. I love him, by the way. Big ups. Do you know him? No, but I just don't okay. want to know if he listen. Then my conversation will now go forward. My story will now go forward. Because <laughs> if you know. knew him, I probably wouldn't tell you. <laughs> So you're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, I'd be like, never mind. I was just wondering if you did. <laughs> so I remember this was like, okay, I'm going to use a word, but I never use this word. But you have to understand I'm using this word because this is something that Timmy T said. Okay. Okay? Okay. Right. So, you know, obviously One More Try was his big hit. He may have had another hit, but who knows. And then, like, that was pretty much it. So he was just a local guy working in Fresno that had a history of a couple of hit songs. Impressive. One for sure, right? And he, he I remember he would, like, jump around to different things business wise you know what i mean yeah and uh so what he did what he did was he opened up like a uh like a used video game store oh nice like bre so i'm going local but like or gamestop i guess but yeah. old school would be something like bre software is what we used to have nice. so he opens up he opens up one of these things right and i'm i think it was like on the local channel what's that local like remember channel 53 no all right it's just a local channel that feeds okay. in all like reruns and stuff like that and it doesn't even have news or anything but it's a local channel and so Timmy T does this commercial where he's talking about, we've got these games and that game and blah, blah, blah. 
And then at the very end of the commercial, he goes, he looks at the camera and he points and he goes, don't be retarded. Come to my store. Fucking <laughs> 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 Timmy T went with that. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. And I only saw it a couple of times for probably obvious reasons. But then that is hilarious, dude. Timmy T, man, I remember he said that. Don't. He's like looked right. He had like this, you know, those uh, sleazy used car. And where it lot. zooms up real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about like the the guys that work at used car lots and they have the sleazy suit and everything. Oh no! And he just he points his finger at the camera like he's Uncle Sam and shit. He's like, "Don't be retarded." <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, I wonder if it's on YouTube. I swear I'm not making this up. Please find it if you can. Oh, I would, if that's I had my hilarious. Damn I know, yeah. Do you, did you, have you ever met Timmy T locally? No, maybe. I don't know. Have you <laughs> met, okay. What's it, the, it never, never to the point where I went, oh, hey, you're Timmy T. I love your work because none of those things are true. So there is a bigger star than Andre McDow- McDowell and Timmy mm-hmm. T. Yep. Share. Yeah, I wish my heart. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Share. But see, also, the, it's up for debate. She, because ne- they said she went to Fresno High, mm-hmm. but I'm like, it's only on her Wikipedia page. And I don't think it's been sourced. Cher Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. This is Fresno. She For was here. sure she, you think she went? She lived in Fresno. Yeah, we are like a huge Armenian community. Is she Armenian? I didn't know that. Yeah. Sarkeesian? Dude, I'm about to say something very, very uh, uh, controversial. Okay, I doubt it, but go for it. Naturally, she looks better than um, Kim Kardashian. Naturally? When she, when they were both the same age, she looked better than Kim Kardashian. Just on appearance alone. Just on appearance alone. I guess so. You said look. That would make sense. Um, okay. I don't know if that's controversial. I think it's just a matter of taste. I think it's undeniable. Where, well, let me ask you this, though. Where does yeah. she, uh, Kardashian rank in your, you know? Uh, she do you find ranks, her pretty? No. You don't? I do. I, I think she's annoying, but I think she's a pretty woman. If she walked by me, I wouldn't look behind me. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> it's early y'all but april falls <laughs> you think she, would you give her like a scale of like your say 10 is your uh, uh like a, 12 is gail 10 is like your favorite person that's famous where uh, do you you're put you're trying to get me in trouble bro i said 12 is gail 10 is your favorite person so between 10 and 1 where do you put her <laughs> I don't know. I think she's a hard seven, eight. Oh, that's a fair one. That means she's a little above average. A little bit. Let's go eight, five. So she's a little above average. Now, if we're going back like 10 years or, you know, like eight and 10 years, something like that, between five and 10, Steve, I think it might go up to like a 8.759. Really? If we're including 12 in the mix, yes. I'm putting Cher at a solid nine. In her hand. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, she. Right. I just made or, her sound like Mr. Mr. Ed on. or something. Let me look up. Am I making her prettier than she was? Because I okay, used to let's, really let's bit into a certain video that she made back in the day. Oh, no. You're talking about, here, fuck, turn oh, back dude, town. When I was a kid, I was like, giggity, giggity goo. She was already uh, 50, I think, at the time. Was she really? Yeah, but I mean, if we were talking 50s. Look at J-Lo and Hustlers. Oh, no. J- oh, no, dude. It's not close. I'm looking Cheers. at it right now. Let's see. Oh, yeah. She was, she was super attractive. Fox, dude. Yeah. Super attractive. Yeah, it's over, man. Yeah, she's prettier than um, 
She was prettier than Kim Kardashian in her heyday. With Sonny Bono, game over. Okay. That's not controversial, though. You don't it's think just so? an opinion. No, I don't think so. Maybe to the young kids. Why? I hear the dogs barking in the background. I don't even care today, Steve. I don't care. Because they're adorable. Bark away. You they're bark adorable. The, bark your little fucking hearts out. Go for it. I don't care. That's the kind of mood I'm in today. What are you giving Cher? What am I giving Cher? I'll Between tell you what I'm ten. giving Cher. Oh, here we go. I'm just go. joking. Um, well, okay. In comparison to what I just gave, uh, uh, what's her face? Yeah, you gave her 8.5. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and put them at about the same level. Would you give Cher a bump since she's natural? Back in the day, she was natural. That's true. You know, see, that's the thing, though. See, now you just brought something up that really kind of hits home. Because honestly, I don't think that uh, Kim is the prettiest of the sisters, anyway. And on top of that, she had to get that way. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? There's a lot going on there. Yeah, you know, with the, and I think there might be even fake booty going on too. For sure. Oh no, for sure. And Cher was just walking around Fresno High like that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Cher, for sure. She Dude, wins. You know, I don't know why no one has hasn't made a podcast of. What happened from Sh- Fresno High to marrying Sonny Bono? How did that even? What? Maybe it's our job to do this, Steve. Dude, I bet you she. I, I bet you we could get share. I you think bet you get, we get the get fuck out of here. There's, There's no, no question. Way. Oh, okay. Then tell you what. Go ahead and work on that. Get back to me later this week and let's see how that turned I out for bet you. If I'm like, hey, we're a local podcast from bye. her hometown, she'd be like, no, no, bye. Wrong, no. G. I'm telling you, we could get share. I'm like, what would you do differently, Cher? She'd be like, if I could turn back town. Let me see. Oh, uh, so bad. That's so fucking like, morning radio bullshit impersonations. I'm going to chill on the impersonations it wasn't of Cher ba- gee, today. Listen, you're, A, all of your impressions are good. They're better than 99.9% of people can do. Period. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, your walking is your walking is crazy. Your Sandler is insanity. Um. <laughs> Uh, Seth Rogen is crazy. I got to bring a new one to the table soon, and I don't know what yet. I'm working on an Alan Arkin, but it's not quite right. I don't even know how he talks. No, you know, he talks like this. See, it's not there yet. It's not there. I, I've, he, never, he, I've he, never heard of Alan Arkin, you know, he talks like this, but it's not there. <laughs> you know, you've seen him in the show Kaminsky Method. It's not there. Oh, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah. Now I'm with you. No, that yeah. was a good yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> That it's you, it's it's coming along, but it's not you, quite. You know yet. who you could do better? Who's that? Michael Douglas. No, I've tried. Have you? He has a very particular sound. He's so normal, but yet the tone is so distinct. It's really yes. Hard to do. Yeah. You could. I'm no it. voice actor, Steve. I would though. Uh, you got an ice cream man around there? I hear ice cream man. Oh my god! Yeah, it is. It's true. Yeah. Try I didn't even notice that. Oh, the ice cream man. That's so oh, awesome dude. that you have an ice cream man in your neighborhood. You don't have an ice cream man in your neighborhood? It's weird. Like, we'll get one every five years. All of a sudden, you just hear, ding, 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 coming down the street, and everyone gets excited. I won't, I'll spare you the Eddie Murphy, you know, routine, but ice cream! We, we do get excited <laughs> when, we, when the ice cream man comes. <laughs> and they're always the most miserable son of a bitch you ever met. Oh, they're mad, too. dude. They are mad. Like, if you ask them a price and it's on the front of the truck, they might lose their mind. They might lose their mind. But you know, you you hear ding, 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 and you get all happy. Oh, here comes sunshine. Here comes the ice cream man. He's going to make our day better. And then you get up there and you're like, hi, what do you want? Seriously. 
Can I have a melted SpongeBob ice cream, please? Where the where the eyeball is down by the leg? Because <laughs> they never take care of their ice creams Jeez. ever. In my brain, it's always Homeboy from um from um Ed Wood. Because he's <laughs> so they're like f you, get your own ice cream. Fuck you. <laughs> Can I get a carnation malted, please? <laughs> no. You can eat my shit, you like me bastard. <laughs> gee, gee, that is such a good skit. Be like him <laughs> as an ice cream man. God, like, why don't you ever have to restock? Because no one buys from me. Everybody walks away. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> such a crazy movie. That is so <laughs> Holy crap, G! You, oh, dude, man. could you make that skit possible on the on just like a a, a a extra bonus episode? I need you to come over, and we can utilize these sound effects, and we can do all kinds of crazy shit, man. We could go underground. Could you imagine that? Just like I'd be like, "Come on, Steve, let's go underground," and then like we're underground. I'd be oh, like, that's impressive. Oh, mine. The, there's a leak under because we're underneath my house, so just be cool. But there's a leak, so watch out, and the leak will be like. That's impressive, Dan. That's really good. You know, so we got we have things that we can do, Steve. We can we could have adventures. We, we could, could go in helicopters. We could. Uh, you got we helicopters. Could, we could record the entire. Uh, not at the moment, because oh. you know there's a certain piece of equipment that's left at my workplace. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Yeah. What do I have? I have nothing on my phone right now except for the. And who wants to hear that? Really, that's all played well, out. All, that's so 2019. Not, I don't think it is played out. I think it's always going to have a place. You think so? Yeah, I, think I like so. that. I like that you're championing for the because it's like a it's like a uh, if I get share, I'm like, guess what? Good news, I got share. That's a perfect sound effect. <laughs> I wonder how I just get her. I imagine I just get her manager's contact information. Bro, you're. I don't want to discourage you, but I feel like <laughs> you're about to though. What would we talk? I guess you know what. Honestly, I think it would be an interesting show. If we, be you know, hypothetically, if we could get share on, I think that would be a pretty freaking interesting show. I would. I would have to be like, <laughs> you came from Fresno, which is an amazing town. I came here too. I moved here. How did you get from Fresno to just Sonny Bono? I think right. I think it would be a fun story in there. Be like, oh. Well. But is getting is getting share though on our show? Would that be like the equivalent? of of us being old now and being like, and now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about my story when I hung out with Mickey Rooney and Frank Sinatra. <laughs> no, it was I me think, no. and Sammy Davis Jr. sitting in a booth somewhere in the Tropicana <laughs> back in 1967. <laughs> no, it, no, but you're right. It is us cueing a certain age. Yeah, but I yeah. also think people that are younger know who Cher is. And they'll be like, oh, I'm interested in hearing a, an interview with Cher. Who would you rather have on, Cher or Madonna? If we could get either of them, who would you rather have? You know, oddly enough, I think Madonna's more likely. More likely as far as what? To Gettable for show. a show? Uh-huh. No way. No she, way. I think Cher is Madonna way still thinks more she's secluded. like living in the 80s and popular. Yeah, but she'd also be like, oh, I'm, I think Madonna would be wanting to come on because she thinks, oh, <laughs> this is a cool thing with younger people. Yeah. Share could give a crap. <laughs> Greetings, fellow kids. Exactly. Now, I, I, think, I, I think. Listen, bro. I love you, but I think you're giving our show too much credit. I, I just th- don't think it's possible. But I it's appreciate not- it. I, at one point in time, I, I heard you. Uh, you remember? 
I remember you were saying that we could get Dave Grohl. I don't think that's possible either. Bruh, I I don't think anybody, especially from the podcasts I've listened to, mm-hmm. that that have like the same amount of uh, of of you know reviews, they got Paul McCartney. It's not to say that we haven't had quality acts on here, ladies. We got and gents. Julianne Emery. Come on, fuck off if you don't know who she is. Like we we could get people for sure. For sure. We can. Yeah. It's about how you. It's about the ask. Let's get Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <coughs> I think they'd be boring, dude. <clears throat> Do you really? I don't think so. I think they'd. Be, if we got them both on, they'd be kind of making jokes between each other. At our expense. Yes, and I would have to. I'd have to be like, we're gonna meet somewhere in an alley, and we're gonna fight. <laughs> exactly, man. Okay, there we go. Oh, okay. So a while back, we were talking about. I forgot to send it to you. Did you know there's a website? Remember we were talking about shoot locations? Yes. There's a site called Then and Now where Mm -hmm. this guy goes to, I think he has like 300 movies. He takes a picture of like the shots in the movie in the exact spot. He finds them. I'm like, how did you find that? Like the place could be totally different. He's like, this is where Leatherface ran at the end of the movie. Or he'll be like, this is where such and such did such and such. And so he did a Tremors one that's in California. And he did shot for shot where each thing was. And here's why I bring it up. They shot so many things in this place called Lone Pine, California, Mm -hmm. that there's a museum that you can go to with the props from Tremors and other movies in this museum in this little desert town. That is some small town shit right there. Remember when we had Tremors? Exactly. We have a Tremors Museum. <laughs> Come said, on in. Oh my God, I want to go. This is a speck of crust from Kevin Bacon's grilled cheese sandwich. It's not. That's not far, G, from what it is. They're like, this I, is the grill from the truck. That I'm the sure. Thing, oh, yes. And then there's other, like Star Trek was filmed. This is a, a bearing that fell off of the trailer that Kevin Bacon was residing in for the it's shoot. It's freaking brilliant. Because, like, look, if you want to shoot in our town, we get to take, you know, some sort of stuff. They're like, fine. And little like, mementos. Oh. Yes, I'm like, I'll go to that town because everything was shot there. So I was like, I need to go to the museum. But it's really cool because he'll show you, hey, like um, uh, in Sanger, the house from um, from uh, Roadhouse is there in Sanger. Roadhouse. Like, it's hard to find because he won't let you on his property. But here's the picture. I said, this dude flew from, he's like in Mississippi. He flew all the way down just to take pictures of where. And I've it's seen the only that house. Thing. Have you really? I've seen it in person, yeah. Uh, when I was, uh, let's see, I was 16, 16 years old, maybe 17. And I had this little high school girlfriend who was like insane for Swayze at the time. Like Dirty Dancing blew wow. up and then she was just like crazy. She was crazy for Swayze, if you will. Oh, I like and, that. Uh, thank you. And uh, so one night, one of our dates was, because when he was, it wasn't a date at all, but when he was filming Roadhouse, uh, she drove me out to that location to check it out. We only got so far, but I did see it. And then the rest of the time, I think these were two separate nights, actually. We had to go to the Piccadilly Inn. You know where that is, right? By Fresno I State? Do. Yeah. And we just basically sat there because she wanted to watch Swayze come out. And is I guess she you did. Just, you sat there? Is that what you did? I fell hotel? asleep. I fell uh-huh. asleep. Okay, Jay. I feel you. Seriously. Uh-huh. It was, it was, I wish I had a better story for you. I was bored out of my mind because she was all Swayze. She was crazy for Swayze. Did so you guys I just meet had him? To sit there. 
uh, no, she's, he was coming back from filming. So she, it was all she wanted to do was see him walk in from wherever, whoever dropped him off to the front door. So I fell asleep. She saw that, but I didn't. She saw and I'm Swayze. okay with that. She saw Swayze. Oh, my God. That is really cool, G. Yeah. Well, for her, I fell asleep. Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's, I could, I, I, the thing is, I get why people do these things. I would love to see, like, I want to, when I'm in LA, I'm just going go to go to this site and actually go to these places. Because I'm like, I want to see where, you know, this thing was filmed. I want to see where yeah. this is filmed. Hollywood is history. Fun. Yes. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff like out here mm. that's, hey, you know, go to Hanford and you can see where they buried Homeboy from Casino. You know, I was like, oh, I'd go. Why not? Hey, when, when Gail used to have a cabin and her parents had a cabin in Bass Lake, the uh, the cabin that was, oh, I don't even know if it was a facade or not. I could ask her, but she's not around. But I know it was like you could see it and I'd seen it. It was the cabin from the Great Outdoors with John Candy. Shut up. Yeah, you could see it from like just a short walk from her house. I didn't cabin. know that was at Bass Lake. Mm-hmm. They filmed it there. Yeah, they did a bunch at Deucey's before it burned down and all kinds of stuff. Sorry, guys, getting super local right now. Well, no, they like movies, though. That's a dope thing. You like movies. That's movie stuff. It, and, and I know Avengers was where was it? Avengers? I have no I idea. I mean, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel was in Shaver. Shaver. Yeah. I tried to get um, to that. I couldn't. I don't know if she was. was she, I don't know if she was there. I think it's the scene where. Um, <clears throat> oh, God. You know how much I love that movie, so the name is escaping me right now. <laughs> was it like her and Jude Law fighting? Thank you. Yeah, her and Jude Law fighting. I believe that. That was a shaver, huh? Yeah. Dang, I we should have went. I was going to go, but work wouldn't let me off. Now, had it been this last year or something, I'd be like, let's go. I'll be there two days. Let's go Why hang don't, out and be extras. You, are you thinking about seriously going to check out uh, Matrix 4 shooting in uh, Frisco? I am not thinking at all about that, Steve, because I have to work. I've been so busy, which is why we didn't have a show last week. I've been super busy trying to get i'm gearing up for c2e2 so i'm trying to take that care makes, of me, and you want to make sure you're not sick trying to make that coin trying to make sure i'm not sick i'm, I'm keeping myself in a i'm like the boy in the bubble right now i just will <laughs> i roll around in a fucking hamster wheel oh gee thought about you last night what's up so i thought melissa made a mistake okay. um because she accidentally i looked on facebook and it was like melissa's interested in going to see tool a while back i was like oh that's a funny accidental button hit yeah not my lady <laughs> and so we're eating last night and i was like uh it's funny i saw that you uh you said you were interested in some coffee god it's someone you w- i wouldn't even and she was just eating she's like oh tool yeah and she was eating i was like yeah that's that's crazy right she's like no no i love tool <laughs> I said, is that right she's like oh yeah it was from like my high school days i yeah. think you would like Tool. i think you at the very least i think you would appreciate them I, it made me, I, I know I'm on the, because recently, um, this last week, I should have texted you. I tried to get into Radiohead and I just couldn't do it. Um, and I was like, that's okay. Let me ask you this. What did you listen to? The album with, uh, uh, not the album with that famous song on it, because they said that was oh, like that one years ago with, um, <laughs> creep. creep. Yeah. yeah. They're like, that was go to the, uh, what was that one? Some computer. Okay, computer. You yes. didn't like Okay, computer. It was fine. Okay, computer it is fine. dope. No, no, it no, was no, no. Fine. Get out of here, Steve. I don't even want to hear you right now. And I don't want to bring them up again, but it wasn't the same as in like when you showed me Coheed and Cambria. I was like, oh, I get it immediately. I get it. I'm so mad. I don't have my iPad right now, man. <laughs> have to come. This is a bad it time to talk fine. music. Okay, I, I'm gonna have to strongly disagree with you. I think what that the, album is phenomenal. Oh, now, you think it's a phenom? 
I love it. Uh, the okay. second album, the one after that, rather not the second album, but the one after, because it goes uh, Pablo Honey, The Benz, I believe, and then OK Computer, and then what was it? Uh, Kid A is another crazy album. Now I didn't oh, like yeah. that one as much. Kid, that's the one that um, I was listening to an interview with um, Andre 3000 and Rick Rubin. And Rick mm-hmm. Rubin was like, Kid A, no one got, but I got it. I love that album. No one really got that album. It's like, really cool. Okay. People didn't like it. He Lots did. Of people He's liked a producer. It. And so I was like, you know what? I need to check that out. But first, let me go to the, the you, know, you know, back. And I didn't like, I don't think Creep is as good as everyone thinks it is. I'm like, it's fine. Eh, it just comes from a time. It's a great karaoke song. Uh, now that I agree. Like, like for me, I think, okay, I think Weezer's Buddy Holly is way better than Creep. Way I think better. anything off of that album is better than Creep. Anything off Ooh. of the first Weezer album is better than Creep. Do I that know album the is Weezer song? Uh, let's see. Uh, you probably do, and I could play them for you. Well, sing <laughs> like, it. What's another popular one from that album? <clears throat> uh, Say It Ain't So is one of them. Say It Is. Nope, that's Hollow Notes. Never mind. Say It Ain't So. <laughs> whoa, whoa. You've heard that one. I've before. never heard that song. I can't sing it right now. My throat's sore. I don't feel good. I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> we always, we I just all, got a lot on my mind right now. I just, I can't do it. <laughs> we always get into music and now I got to give okay computer. Another listen. You should give it another listen. Was yes. it? I, it just, I, cause I thought it was going to be like mind blowing. I think it's just something. No, no. I think it's just something that you have to just sort of get it. It's a concept album. First of all, that I did. And, not know. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I can't tell you what the concept is, but I do remember that it is a concept album. No, I don't know. I think that album just hit me really right when it came out. We had just gotten married. I remember like pulling up to our apartment, and I could just hear that album blasting out the patio. I'd be like, "Oh, that's my new wife listening to that right there." Dude, it's I got a feeling. Yeah, I'm a peep it. You know, and it's so funny. Speaking of interviews, I was so disappointed this week because there was an interview between Questlove and Huey Lewis. Wow. What they didn't mention is that he had two co-hosts on that felt like everything was a joke. What do you mean? They were just like yahooing while he was trying yes. to do it? Yes. Yes. Too many Dang people, it, man. G. Too oh. many fucking cooks in the kitchen. <laughs> God. I was like, let him answer. <laughs> See, if I'd have been Huey, I'd have been like, you know what? Fuck everyone here except for Questlove. He was I'm so Huey nice. fucking Lewis. Thank you. Right? And I'm he here was... to tell you it's hip to be square, motherfuckers. Gee, he was going from... He wanted to tell the story about how he even got to L.A. And it turns out he had uh, faked a ticket mm-hmm. He and, and to get – he's like, it was before 9-11, obviously. He's like, so I was able to fake a ticket and, uh, and get onto a, a plane and then go to L.A. And they were just interrupting, interrupting, interrupting. I was like, he was going to tell the story of how it all started. Everything. Every song he wrote, but they kept on making jokes. Oh, it shows. You could probably get away with faking a ticket. Me and her, we couldn't. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, terrible. What was this? So it I cannot on, listen to it? Yes, it was Questlove interview with, because every other interview Questlove is, I think he should just do it by himself. Because Is it a YouTube thing or is it a podcast? No, it's on, because um, Questlove's uh, interview thing is now on iTunes instead of just on exclusively on. Uh, oh, yeah, I wasn't so, familiar. And but if you really want to hear a good interview, I would recommend you listening to Andre 3000 and Rick Rubin because he really grills Andre about why he's not recording. And Andre was like, I don't have the confidence. I'm not I don't feel like I'm good any right now. I'm just not there. And I'm, I'm battling with my old self. I am plus my I, own worst. Plus, enemy. I hate big boy. 
Don't they hate each other? No, they actually, he's like, no, we're good. He's like, it's just we boxed ourselves into a corner by our string of of um, legendary album. He said, I can't make just a throw-off verse. Everyone's going to be comparing it with me from seven years ago. He's like, so I can't even do it. What do you think their best album is? Ooh, oof, I love this album. I love this conversation. Um, Aquemini? Oh, that's a good... I, I would think that they thought their best album was probably... Uh, Southern Playalistic. What'd you think of Stankonia? I liked it. It was just a little bit too commercial. I Yeah, I feel you there, but I loved it because they were going crazy on that album. <laughs> they were just doing all kinds of crazy shit. Dude. And I'm like, yes. I, and again, I think it might have just been when I discovered that because I'll be honest with you, that was the first... I remember... Remember the... Was it called The Box? Oh, yeah, where you'd call in and get them you to call play. call in yeah. and, uh-huh. and request videos. God, yeah. that's old school. Speaking of, it's the same station I was talking about earlier at Channel 53. I remember sitting around watching The Box, and uh, Bombs Over Baghdad came on it, and my jaw just dropped. I'm like, what the hell is this? Holy crap, dude. That's when Andre was at his. That verse was like, oh, he's, I think that's what made people like, oh, no, 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 it's not close. He's legendary now. Like he is legendary, and he, and he explain he talks about bombs over Baghdad. He's like without other uh, outlets that he was having, he would have never like he was listening to other sorts of music. And I was like, I bet you. Now thinking back, I'm like, yeah, he was listening to alternative music, which is what made him do that sort of rapping. He was like, yeah, I started listening to other music, so I started rapping different. Gonna and be a household name. What a man Jane, tell us it ain't gonna rain. He said, cure for cancer, cure for AIDS, make a nigga wanna stay on tour for days. <laughs> you almost got me. You almost got me. I was singing along with you. Y'all, y'all almost got me on that one. You son of a gun. I was all making. Mm. <laughs> You're like, ooh. <laughs> Gee, you got it. You would like the interview. I think you'd like the. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you listened to the Huey Lewis interview and you'd be like, it wasn't that bad after the first 17 minutes. Got a fun fact for you. Huey Lewis, fun fact. Ooh, I can't wait. Did you know he's known for having a massive penis? Shut up. Swear. Is that true? I swear. There's a movie, I can't remember what it was, but I heard <laughs> I that new I heard that news, no no pun intended. I heard that and then I watched this movie and it was a really small part that he was in, but this news was flying around at that time and it's a scene where he's like fishing and he just stands on a rock and he's like whips it out and goes pee. And I'm like, "You know what? They're telling the truth." Really? It was like a baby arm. Wait, there was a movie he showed it? Yeah, he's peeing. Showed him peeing. On film. I swear. Now I'm Huey Lewis. I, I, dude, I promise you. <laughs> I didn't Wouldn't know it be weird if everything scene? that I told you today was just a lie? Gee, that would be hilarious. No, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Huey Lewis. Okay, here we go. While he was famous? Um, what was the movie? Because, yeah, his dick was out. Uh, Back to the Future. No, I'm just kidding. I was about to be like, uh, oh, I don't remember that. Uh, What? He was in Halloween? Huey Lewis was in Halloween? Or he's getting a credit. Uh, what did he do? Wait, when did he start recording then? I don't know. I think maybe he recorded something and not acted in Halloween. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent here. I'm looking for the movie that I'm talking about because it's old school, like 90s. So, you remember I, did, I quizzed you on him. Remember that quiz? I, I bet so. that you couldn't name seven Huey Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And dude, yes, you I ran. Th- I was like, oh, my God, that was quick to the mug. Dude, Huey Lewis is great. He is fantastic, dude. Hell of an entertainer, too. And but he was he right from jump. He said, "I can't do music anymore because I can't hear." He's like, "Otherwise, I'd still be touring." Oh, I know. That's sad, isn't it? 
Dude, well, he's there's so always hope. Good. There's always hope he'll come back, though. Brian Johnson had the same problem from a singer of ACDC. I did not know that. Yeah, he just couldn't hear anymore. So they, they actually told him, you have to chill. Maybe not even come back. And then that's why Axl Rose was touring with ACDC. And, you know, uh, Sting, that's why everyone wears in-ears now, because Sting had that problem. He had tinnitus. And he was like, oh, I can't, I can't really hear anything. But I think it's so... I'm almost assuming that Huey Lewis has like a... Um, his wasn't noise-inducing. It was like a, a defect. Something happened to him. That it just started... Deger- it was like a degenerative thing. That's sad, man. Dude, and he's... When I think of all the songs he wrote and sung... Like, I remember watching that. Remember that from, not Nothing But Trouble, but that. Um, da, 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 da. Do you understand how annoyed I am right now that I don't have the iPad? Oh, dude. dude <laughs> it's I fucking know making me nuts right now. Mind. I know you're losing your mind. Yeah. There's a, there was a movie he did a song for. with uh, It had um, John Candy. Uh, it was like nothing. They were all like, and I remember he ate nasty sausages. And he had like a bunch of makeup on. And I was like, ugh. Oh, uh, and randomly, um, uh, uh, Digital <laughs> Underground did uh, a song in the movie and actually performed it in the movie. And I was like, what movie was that? That's an interesting combination and, right there. And, and Tupac was in the, the movie. Come on. Nothing But Trouble, was it? Uh... Hold on. Digital Underground. <laughs> Was it John Candy? I'm still trying. Hey, you know what? You do your own thing. I'm still trying to find the penis movie. I believe it was Shortcuts, which is funny because there was nothing short going nothing on. Nothing but scene. trouble. Yeah, it was nothing but trouble with Dan Aykroyd, not John Candy. Don Aykroyd. And, yeah, uh, same, same. <laughs> and Huey Lewis did that. Uh, he just has a, a gift for making songs that almost sound the same, but sound different enough that it's a different song. <laughs> I'm like, you do have a cheat code somewhere. Yeah, well, he's always kind of had like a... Uh, a slight doo-wop vibe. That's what he said. He said, my first albums were doo-wop. That's all yeah, I listened sure. to. I was like, oh, he is doo-wop. Yeah, I mean, they even do the uh, It's All Right song. It's All Right. God damn it. <laughs> I should have said it. I'm sorry, G. Man, <laughs> telling you what right now. I feel like... I feel like I just got back from the war and I'm missing a limb. I can't do it. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm sorry to anyone that may have lost a limb, but you 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 get where I'm coming from. Yeah, man, it's all right. It's like a, a and I, you probably know the person that. Uh, here we go. Listen, I'm gonna do this kind of. Uh, okay, the old school way. Old school way. Here we go. I'm gonna take us back to 2016. Remember that? That sounds so good, dude. Dude, I saw them do that live on the sports tour. Dude, that sounds so good. Huey Lou, I'm telling you, dude. Like that I, out of I've seen so many concerts. You know this. Like I've lost count. But that is a concert that I saw as a kid, probably in the eighth, maybe even the seventh grade. And I will not forget that shit. It was so good. It was they opened up with harder rock and roll, you know, so it's like 
the, the house lights go out and there's just one light above the stage, red light going. Come on. <laughs> yep, that's what I said, Steve. That's Come what I on. said exactly. Wait, how many times have you seen Huey Lewis? Once. And it was. You and I was like full like balls out Huey Lewis fan back then. This is when he was, they were at the top of their game. They were doing like concerts on showtime of this tour and everything. It was a really big tour for them. It was their, obviously their biggest album, but it was amazing. Dude. dude I just loved it. Was really, really good. I even loved, remember uh, doing it all for my baby. I love that song. Doing it all oh, for it my so baby. Good, dude. You know why? You know why uh, he's doing that? Why? Cause she's as fine as she can be. Oh Lord have mercy. I fell right in <laughs> didn't I? Didn't I? You did. Well, you he, just I mean, what? he has a a style, and his voice goes. He never tried to be like, let me try something new. No, he's like, I'm gonna do exactly what everyone expects me to do every single. Because I mean, there had to be a string of how many albums was like Huey Lewis nailing it, like four, right? A good sequence of or I let's say. Maybe oh, what was the other one called? There was sports, and then I can't remember the one after sports, but I think that's where it kind of cut off for him. Hold on, this we, we're gonna we're gonna find this out. Was he uh, he wasn't always with the news, but that's uh, what yeah. I know him. I, b- from. I believe so. Four is the album I'm talking about. All right, let's see. Four, a four. Oh, dude, you're <laughs> that was really good, actually. <laughs> uh, let's look at his discography. All right, so Huey Lewis and the News, the first one, 1980. I love that we had no plans on talking Huey Lewis and now we're in a full on discussion. Do you know you think you know any songs from the first album? Um Is Do You Believe in Love on there? No. Working for a Living? No. But then Trouble no. in Paradise is. Do you know that? No, that's on sports. Trouble in Paradise is in on the first album. Okay. I don't believe you. I've never heard this song before, but I just you're see it. you know what? I'm so sorry. You're absolutely right. So I really thought that song maybe I just uh, incorporated the memory into seeing them live and I've that's never heard that song before. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> 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 it's all right. I mean it's good. It's 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 good. <laughs> working for it's like, no it's so like they were nice. They were You very know nice. working for a live okay, so you know songs from the second album then. This is the song that got me right here, man. This is Let the one. Coming up right now, this is Huey Lewis of the News at 7 o'clock. Everyone giving your great drive time in right now. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you believe in love? I know Huey does. He's going to tell you about it right now. That's Huey Lewis? Oh, my God. You heard this song, right? I didn't know that was Huey Lewis. This is what I'm getting at with, like, the 50s kind of vibe. Watch. Listen. On the next, you can't watch, but you can listen. <laughs> Here we go. Wondering. I don't want to be lonely, baby, please stay. Uh, uh. Come on, man. Okay, you know what? I, I already know something. Do you know why that's such a good song? Because it's... I don't know. I mean, it just, the it producer. gives me. Well, it's, sure. It's Mutt but, Lang, dude. But you, yeah, but you still, can't it, make a bad song with Mutt Lang. That's true. Mutt probably said, hey, try this, do this. That's, that's Bingo. He just knew because that's but, not Huey Lewisy. 
That's not nice. a Huey Lewis song. Sure it is. That's total no. Huey Lewis. Get it's out of here. Doo-wop. No, stop. I didn't say it, it's all doo-wop. I'm just saying he's inspired by doo-wop. But he that's a the vibe most different Huey Lewis song we've heard. That's popular. Everything else fills a bottle Dude, no. except for Mutt that is, If you were to ask me, hey, what do you think of when you think of Huey Lewis? That's literally the song that's going to pop up. Do you believe in love is the one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. I remember when I first heard I want a new drug. I was a kid, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is controversial." <laughs> Did you really? I, no, no yeah. you didn't. Listen, he wants. He wants not only he only he's already on a drug, but he's bored <laughs> he of this drug. <laughs> he's bored of it. Probably talking about boning. And it sounds to me like he's done several of them because he knows the symptoms that come with all of these ones, and he just wants a new drug that doesn't do anything that the other drugs did to him. Did That's, a really that That's a fair argument. That's a fair argument, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. the song I think about when I think of him is probably If This Is It. Oh, such a good song, dude. <laughs> That's probably the one. <laughs> I don't even know if people heard me. me. I actually whispered that, but that is such a good song. Yeah, and you make fun of me. Wow. What do I say? Oh, goodness. <laughs> God, I have to find it, dude. I may have to actually go back. I may have to pull the raw files, dude, and find it. I have to find this. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Oh, you know what I'm going to do, too, is when I find it, I'm going to put some porn audio, and I'm going to put it over the porn audio. <laughs> oh, goodness. Agoosh. I did not say that, Doug. I promise you, Steve. Oh, wait a minute. Stuck With You is a great song, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It. No, 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 no. No, I am, but it seemed like it was, what am I trying to say? Like, that one came out after sports. I believe mm-hmm. it was on four. Mm-hmm. And it was, to me, it felt like they were trying to recapture sports. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not style. bad. Not a bad thing. I thought you would love it's that. It's not song. a bad thing. You know what? There's a song. Oh, Jacob's Ladder is a dope ass song. No, no. Is it Jacob's Ladder? No, no, no. Sorry. Walking on a Thin Line is the song I'm thinking of. That's a good song. But it's like I a serious heard. song. It's it's when Huey got serious. It was about like a, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was about like war veterans returning or something like that. Oh, it dude, may it may oh. have even started off with like a something oh, like that. You know, I don't like those. Okay, okay, I'm about okay. It's I think the serious songs I have to be in the mood because I can't listen to that one. Uh, Billy Joel serious song with the helicopters either. Jesus, uh, uh, the Saigon or whatever. Saigon or something. Yeah, like that. I'm like yeah, I don't, I'm not in the mood for this. Jesus, not, I don't want to. He played that, and I was like, "Ah, this is deep." No, he he played <laughs> that and didn't do. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Stop. I'm gonna it. stop. Just I'm don't. going yeah. to freaking stop. That is. It's unbelievable. a great. No, it's a really good song, though. It's just like, oh, we're getting serious now, huh? Okay. Really good is strong. I guess. Uh, no, I, I. Hey, it's all opinion, right? Oh, you know what? What do you think Billy Joel's best song is? Uh, Dan, Dan's best, like saying, in my household, wow, this is his best song to me. <laughs> you know which one I'm going to say. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't, oh, now I can say, what would Steve say Dan's favorite Billy Joel song is? No, no, I was just kidding. Because, you know, of all my, uh, my begrudging thoughts of uh, him not playing just the way you are. That is definitely up there. But but let, me, uh, let me first tell you what I think yours is going to be. Okay. I'm going um, moving out. No, not even close. Not even close. Well, then it's not. It's not going to be. Uh, um, my life. No. 
Zanzibar? No. Uh, Summer Highland Falls. I've never heard that song. It's a good song, man. It's kind of depressing, though, but it's a really good song. <laughs> you know what depresses me? Uh, the scenes from Italian Restaurant. I think that's the saddest story. Like, they were supposed to be together forever. They were high school sweetheart, and they just, it didn't work. And then it goes right back to Bottle of Red. But I'm like, well, how sad is that? <laughs> you know, I really like Vienna, too. That's a beautiful song. That's a beautiful You know what? Song. I think Vienna might be my favorite. Really? I think that's so. a good choice. That's a good choice. I wouldn't have guessed that for you, though. You seem like a movie. Oh, actress. yeah. You can't you can't be playing Vienna in my car. Like it's one of those deals where I'll have to like chill out at stoplights because <laughs> I'll be belting the shit out of that song. <laughs> yeah. OK, now, see, I would say your favorite Elton John song. Is. Um, ooh, see, yeah, I want, you know what? Uh, I'm going to be really on. It's very simple. Like it's. Uh, Oh, I, well, I guess I just like a hit. Road. No, no. What? I think it's your song. And I know that's like a big hit and kind of like Elton John 101, but I, I really like that. I love the lyrics to that song because they're written from a loving standpoint. You know what I'm saying? And it's just he's telling the story to I'm not sure who his lover was at the time, but it's a beautiful like like if somebody wrote that song for me. That's it. You would cry. dude. Somebody getting some tonight. It would it would break my heart. I would be like, you, I don't think I could ever say anything that, that's such a, it's just like that song, um, a song for you. When someone sings that song, you're like, Jesus, that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? But I would say, uh, I do love that one. And I also love, um, someone oh. save my life tonight. I love oh, that song. And tiny dancer too. My, that's the song. That song. By the my way, tiny dancer. It. Do you have some, who was talking about this recently? Uh, I'm glad this came up. Kevin Shanks was talking about this recently, and this is always something I wanted to bring up with you. And he, I was like, that son of a bee, he did it before me. But thank you, Kevin. So do you have any songs that give you goosebumps when you hear them? Yes. Certain chord or, uh-huh. or, a, or a, yeah. what would be one of those songs? Africa. Okay, fair enough. That's a good, that's a great song. Mine is, um, I believe it would be the, is it the bridge? Or is it the beginning of the uh, chorus for Tiny Dancer? It's like, oh, how it feels so real. That, you know what I'm talking about? Slowly, slowly, slowly. Yeah, sounds, yeah, that's the bridge. Sounds yeah, just bridge. like that. It yeah. sounds exactly like that. Yeah. It's when he goes, do you remember when he, do you remember when he goes, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and sing online. Everybody's like, I don't think I'm buying Steve's album. <laughs> yeah, Steve, by the way, guys, new Steve Hudson album dropping soon. <laughs> I sing exactly like that the whole time. And who could forget? (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those commercials. (laughs) Timeless classics. That would be so funny. We should totally do that, Jay. That's (laughs) so funny. I'm telling you, come over and we will have some fun with production. We should have like timeless classics of trying to get to the part you want to remember. For instance, Africa. It'd be like, and I would let us... <laughs> oh, me closer, time exactly. dancer. <laughs> That's great, man. That's actually that would be fun. <laughs> it's up getting to the part you want to get to. I'm glad we're entertaining ourselves today. That's Gee, hilarious. This is the most fun I've had in a quite some time, friend. 
like brother. legit most fun. I have not laughed this hard. See, we need to do this more. We need to do this more. Oh, that's so fun. Gee, I can't believe time. So apparently you and Maj hear something in that song I just don't. Because he just is like, he thinks it's a fantastic As soon as it goes, dun, 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 dun. He's doing that. Oh, how it feels so real. Yeah, I don't care. I get goosebumps all over my arms. That's beautiful. Every time. And I was was trying to remember what that song was because I was talking, uh, I think it was Christmas. We were going to to Larry to see my mom. And the song came on and I went, oh, goosebumps, look. And they were like, you say that every single time. So apparently it's true. Mm -hmm. Isn't it about L.A.? I think it's about Uh, Los Angeles. I don't know. I didn't really take it that way. I think it that's the original, is. yeah, the, because that's why they used it in um, Homeboy's movie. I think it's like a, it's supposed to be a commentary on L.A. Somehow, okay. I don't think because he even, he admits that he doesn't know what, like he's like I don't know. Bernie wrote the lyrics and <laughs> I just put him to music. I, oh, I just sat about. down and sang them, love. I was like, damn, boy. <laughs> I sits down at me piano. I do, dude. Let me tell you something about his piano playing. Let me tell. I can copy a lot of pianos. His heavy hands, I don't know how he plays so. I mean, he is he is a heavy-handed keyboardist that makes, he feels the whole, like if he just does it by the solo, it sounds like a whole band's behind him. Yeah. Like the beginning of uh, Take Me to the Pilot, holy crap, gee. That yeah. dude is playing. It's all right. It's yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's better than, <laughs> you know, you know. Okay, who's a, be- who's a better pianist, uh, Billy Joel or Elton John? <sighs> <laughs> okay, are we Shots talking fired. about technical pianist? Like a technical pianist? Or are we just. Who would you rather sit down and hear oh, play? Just dude. sitting at the piano playing. Oh, man. Oh, if he started playing that intro. But then if Elton started playing Benny and the. Oh, my God. I like that you go with Benny and the Jets, and it's just kind of like a. Dun, dun, Clump, dun. Boom. I'll be like, oh my God, he's playing it! <laughs> <laughs> but then, if, again, I don't know. It, uh, that, oh, man. I would have to go Elton. I'd have to go Elton. Only, I mean, there's no piano part that Billy has that's as good. Oh, the bridge for. You were saying. We're gonna do a song that uh, is, is not a hit single in any way, shape, or form. It's from an album that came out in 1976. The album's called Turnstiles. This is for all the manic depressives out here tonight. Thank you, Billy. It's called Summer Highland Falls. That's now you remember this is a live version. Yeah, so I, I would actually, say I wasn't really going for the live version. It's just what popped up. I would say I don't have my goddamn iPad. So it goes is his best piano performance. His best piano performance is so it goes. Whereas Elton John, no one can do the intro to take me to the pilot like Elton does. No one can. And then also his solo for um that solo from Billy is dope. Uh, don't um, ask me why. Don't ask me why. That that Spanish solo is dope, but you can't do the intro to take me to the pilot like Elton, man. That dude. Whoo! 
I'm giving it to Elton. I'm giving it to Elton. Okay, a, fair enough. Buy a, I mean, like, buy a, a hair. And I, I think it's, a, but you know, it's funny. I, I think if I was talking about pianists in their groove, I would put, um, oddly enough, I put Paul McCartney in there. Really? I mean, based off of Martha, my dear, alone. That Martha, my dear intro, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that is. Who did the piano on Obla Di Obla Da? I don't did it, don't did it. Um, uh, it was both him and um, uh, 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 John Lennon. John Lennon actually came up with the bum 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 bum. But uh, it's both him and John oh. doing it. It's so weird that we're having this conversation. So last night, I was thinking of, uh, and I could probably save this, of course, but I wanted to do some kind of a bit where, not a bit, but like a segment where we talk about songs that sound similar, like that maybe they're not even sure that's that they borrowed from the song. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So listen to this. Okay. I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. And so on and so forth, right? He did get sued for that. Who? Uh, Paul McCartney for Oh Blah Dee, Oh Blah Dah. And I think they settled out of court. Well, this is where I think people need to be sued. Oh, I can't wait. <clears throat> so this is The Offspring, okay? I fucking hate The Offspring, Steve. <laughs> the band's okay. It is Dexter Hall and the singer. He has the worst voice I've ever heard. However, this is the song that I wanted you to listen to. You ready? Yes. My friend. Terrible. And I still think Obla Di Obla Da, okay? Okay. Alright, here we go. Oh, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. Just wait till the chorus comes, and I'm sorry, folks, it's Dexter Holland. Here we go. Oh, blah, dee, oh, blah, da, life goes on, well, la, 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 life goes on. Oh, dude, yeah, I hear it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that, I totally. I want to do, I was sitting around last night thinking I didn't have enough time to pull everything up, and I wouldn't have been able to anyway. I'll spare you why. But I wanted to do a whole, like, thing on that. Just to, to, the similarities. Like, are they doing it on purpose? Is it just something that, because I've even done that before, and like, jamming in bands. Parallel and like, Hey, listen yeah. to this. And they're like, no, 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 it sounds like this. Oh, yeah, you're totally right, you know? Ha have you heard of the air that I breathe? All I need is the air that I breathe. It's that an old song. Go if you Google "The Air That I Breathe" by Albert Hammond. Tell me what this song reminds you of. Okay. Because they sued the person and won. The air that I breathe by Reggie Hammond. All right, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie Hammond. <laughs> uh, who is it by? Albert Hammond and Michael Hazel Hazelwood. I don't even see it, man. Hold on. Albert Hammond? Yes. Let me try it that way. Go the Hollies. H-O-L-L-I-E. Oh, the Hollies is different. Yeah. I saw that. Go for it. And that's all I need is the air that I breathe. Here we go. Oh, 
Now cue I'll me watch. in if you know the part. Yeah, watch when he starts singing. I will watch that, Steve. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll listen instead. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you hear it, don't you? The chord progression is what's getting me. Yep. They sold, they sued Creep, Radiohead, and they had to give the, Radiohead admitted to using it. Wait, hold on. Oh, is this Creep? It's not, that's Creep. And they sued him and Radiohead admitted, yeah, I took it. They admitted it and they won. Interesting. I mean, you hear it immediately. I was like, oh my God. And dude said, well, I said that I, I kind of used it. And they're like, that's, you can't just say that. You have to pay the person who wrote the song. You can't just be like, yay, I did it, by the way. They're like, no, you pay. And so they had to pay a bunch of their royalties to the Hollies. Real quick, Steve. Now, I probably won't end up putting this in, but I wanted you to hear something that I heard one time. It was when they were take songs that are, like, if you just, if you just listen to a song and you think you're hearing the, the, wrong, hearing the right lyric, but it's the wrong lyric, they yeah. can sound crazy racist. Oh, I can't wait, dude. So... There's a, a BG song called Too Much Heaven. You heard the song? You, you know that song? I've never heard nobody, that song. Nobody gets too much heaven anymore? Nope. Okay. So there's a part when, when uh, Barry starts to sing after the first chorus. It sounds like he says, you're a N-word. <laughs> so, oh, you got to put this in. Let me hear. Uh, okay, here we go. Ooh, that's so BG. <laughs> that song's the shit. So we're going to go through the chorus real quick. Okay. Now, after, after he does this chorus, the first words he says sounds like, you're an N-word. <laughs> here we go. Right here. Like Barry, gee, that sounds just like it. Oh yeah, there's a few of them. Where did but, you Where did you find that? Ah, uh, God, you know, honestly, I think I heard this. I'll be honest with you, I think I heard this years ago. I, I want to say it was Howard Stern. Dude, that is so funny. Which makes sense, right? But does that not sound that like what they're saying? That is so funny, dude. I'm gonna have to think hard to remember the other ones and show you. Oh, one of them is sure. an ACDC song. Um. But I can't remember which one it is. But that one, I'm like, oh, yeah. That's oh, that sounds exactly this. like it, dude. There's no doubt that's what he's saying. Holy piss, dude. Is it, supposed, <laughs> is it supposed to be you and me, girl? You and me, girl. Dude, that's not what it... I wonder if he's addressed it just out of funniness. Been like, oh, that's funny. One more time. I got to hear it. Dude, that's crazy. Gee, that is so funny because I imagine him uh, uh, about to sing and he sees the black engineer and be like, just to let you know. Black engineer looks up real quick and takes he's his like, headphones off like, heck? what? He's like, I just noticed something about you. <laughs> I must sing it. <laughs> you know, this song is about observations. 
You're <laughs> <laughs> like, there's oh. two things I've noticed. That's so bad, dude. No one That's gets so much love anymore. And. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> not necessarily coincidentally. <laughs> Gee, that is so funny, Dan. You got to bring those. Okay, dude. There's the more. I know, episode, I'll find them. You yeah, got to bring them in. Or I'll you know what? Them. We could have fun with the listeners next week. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We yeah, get, we, especially Ninja. I'm sure he'd find it. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, "That dude said it." <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I didn't know Barry Gibb was a racist, bro. Gee, that is so. Uh, also, side note: Wow, do they sound good? Right, the Bee Gees are fantastic. Jesus, I thought it was no one gets any too much love anymore. Yeah, that's what it is. No one gets too much love anymore, but there is also too much heaven as well. I didn't. I never heard the heaven because yeah. I was singing love. Wow, I, they I sound think? good, dude. They sound so good, dude. Just listen to a greatest hits. Even going back to like, um, like how do you mend a broken heart? So beautiful, dude. That I is can so... think of younger oh, days. Ah, who does it better? Al Green oh, or them? Yes, stop. Al Green. <laughs> Just stop. So that's Al another Green's one like, where the redo is better than the yeah. original. Uh-huh. Al Green was like, that's nice. But check this out. I told you the story about uh, Killing Her Softly, right? Uh, I am I not recalling I it. I think I did. But Okay. Well, re- uh, that's a redo. By who? Uh, I know it's Roberta Flack, right? Yeah. The original was done by a, a, like a folk singer. And Roberta was on a plane and heard the song and said, I can do, I would love to record that song. And Quincy was like, would you? She said, yeah, but I don't know her. And Quincy got on the airplane phone, called the person and was like, hey, she wants to redo your song. And the girl's like, you're Quincy Jones. By the time they landed, she said, I had the right to the song. Because Quincy made a phone call. Dude, who else can do that? Johnny Bucks' friend, you mean? Oh, sniff. Johnny <laughs> Bucks' friend. Yeah. I his forgot all about that. Colleague. Johnny Bucks's. That also opens up a whole different. Yeah. Okay, remind us. I, now, if, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, um, my son brought up a topic we could talk about later. We were talking about best producers. And he said, you can't compare Pharrell to Quincy Jones because they're two different sort of producers. And I was like, I'm going to talk to Dan about this one day. Mm, I got some opinions, I think. <laughs> I know you do. There's no question. But uh, uh, anyway, you went to so a concert. The guy, that, the, the guy concert. that sings like Curtis Mayfield being original? Yeah, okay. I got some, I got some opinions on Pharrell. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this. But mm-hmm. um, you went to a concert yeah. this week. Yes. Normally, I'm not, I'm not the one to say this, but I do have to get out of here really quickly. But yes. uh, I'm going to share a couple of things real quick. Can't now, wait. I'm going to say a bunch of names that you do not know, Steve, okay? But I'm just going to tell you about my experience last weekend. I think you're making some of these names up, but go on. <laughs> probably. Probably. So last weekend, I went to a reunion show for a band called Mr. Bungle. You guys hear me talk about Mike Patton, Faith No More. That's his first band. They have three albums out, and the thing is they played none of that. There was no, none of that was played. They actually have cool. a bunch of, they have a bunch of demos okay. from back when they were like 16, 17 years old and they recorded them. There was one, and they're all silly metal names because they were like a Bay Area, they're actually from Eureka, California, but they were like into thrash and death metal and shit like that. And they, um, so this one album, and they always had a sense of humor, of course. So this one album is called, or the demo is called The Raging Wrath of the Easter Bunny. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like complete garbage. You can actually look this out, this demo up on YouTube and listen to it. And I'm going to be the first person to tell you it sounds like shit. It's tinny. Okay. 
you have to like thrash to like it and you can kind of see what they're doing but it just sounds like shit and i always thought that i went man because you know they're all ta- very talented musicians and yeah. i'm thinking man i've always thought if they took this album like I keep calling it an album, but a demo, and they re-recorded it with the experience they have now, it would, it would sound awesome. And somehow we got to find that out recently. So they just did a very short tour. They did three dates in New York, uh, two dates in San Francisco. I caught the, the uh, one in San Francisco, and then there was three in Los Angeles. And it was Mike Patton, the singer, Trace Bruins, the guitar player from Mr. Bungle, uh, Trevor Dunn, the bass player. Again, a bunch of names you probably don't know, Steve. And then there was Scott Ian. Do you know who Scott Ian is? Guitar I player yeah, from Anthrax. Yeah, Scott I Ian was the guitar. Yeah, Scott Ian was a guitar player, and he is, in my opinion, the best thrash metal rhythm guitarist there is. He just has these riffs. He's not a soloist, but when he, Scott Ian plays, you know he's playing, and he's okay. he's awesome to watch and everything. And then the drummer was Dave Lombardo. Do you know who Dave Lombardo is? Lombardo, no. Yeah, he is the original drummer of Slayer. He plays with a lot of bands with uh, with Mike Patton. Phantomus oh, cool. is one of them. Dead Cross okay. is another one. But he is the benchmark for thrash metal drumming. This dude is insane. But nobody from Faith No More. Just Mike Patton. Just Mike. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, just Mike Patton. So anyway, they played these songs, like I said, you know, with experience now, 36 years of experience behind these songs now. The, the talent's there. They're tight. It was fucking amazing. The show, like, brought tears to my eyes. I've been to the Warfield in San Francisco so many times to see different bands, and this was by far my favorite show. It sounded so good. I'm watching this band that was a bunch of my heroes and now they're just, they're like reformed and I think they're going to do something. So I don't know. I don't think I could sell you on the music, but I'm telling you it was awesome. They did covers by again, here comes the names. Uh, They did a crumb suckers cover called sit there, which is dope. They did a, there's a band called the Chrome mags, a hardcore band from New York back in the day. They did a cover of them. And then what else they do? They did a Slayer cover. And then they also followed it up with Seals and Crofts' uh, Summer Breeze. <laughs> so it's like a bunch of thrash oh, that's, and that's punk. dope. And then Summer Breeze. They do that. That's, that was kind of their thing. They'd always take these weird covers and like place them in weird spots. But anyway, that show was fucking fantastic. I hope that, um, matter of fact, you can see this show. If you have any interest whatsoever in seeing this show, uh, I will try to remember to put a link to it in the notes. It's not my video. I didn't record it, but it was done in 4K, and you can watch the entire show. Super dope. And the, they opened up with Won't You Be My Neighbor, Mr. Rogers, which was Aww. Yeah. Rest in peace, sir. But anyway, yeah, fantastic show. Uh, that's all I'm really going to say about it because it's it was just sort of my own experience and okay. the songs are, are things that a lot of people don't know. But Mr. Bungle, one of my favorites. I'm just glad they're back. I don't know if they're going to do anything else, but I can tell you that Faith No More is going back on tour this summer. No album to support or anything like that. They're just going to be playing, uh, I think it's Switzerland, Australia, and a few dates in the States. So that's going to be dope. Now, speaking of concerts, I have something to say. I'm very pissed off about this, but Ooh. it is what it is. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. I know there's reasoning behind this, but it's just, it doesn't, the the name of the band and the attitude of the band doesn't match what's happening, okay? Yeah, uh-huh. now, now, I think it's like widely known that Ticketmaster just absolutely sucks. They have no system that guarantees that scalpers aren't going to buy their tickets and then sell them at third, uh, second part, was it third party? Yeah, third yeah. party. And they even let them do this on their site, which is crazy. So... A big news, huge news came out recently that Rage Against the Machine was going to be doing a couple of shows for Coachella, and I think they were going to do like another one-off show or something like that. Well, they just added 40 dates to their tour, which I was just, okay, done. I'm going to go see this. And the opening act was Run the Jewels. And I'm like, sold. I'm going to go check this out. I don't have to work that night. It's a short drive. I'm going to see this show. 
So I get it. And I'm noticing the whole time that they're advertising this and saying, hey, you know, tickets on sale in two days. No prices <laughs> whatsoever. There's nothing said about the prices. Now, um, Shannon actually got tickets. And I, before I say anything, the amount paid for these tickets, I get. If you don't go to a lot of shows or, or, or in my case, really what it was is that I'm going to see 2E2 and I need to save my money. Yes. I think this is a, a really big tour to check out, but it was some of the other things that turned me off about the tour that I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Even when like that show sold out and then another show opened up, like a second date opened up, I just didn't want to do it. So maybe I'm the one that's going to miss out on this. But so Rage Against the Machine releases their tickets. I'm, I'm waiting in line, you know, the little queue that you have. And then I get into the, the room and I'm like, all right, let's look at tickets. And I'm looking, okay, nosebleeds. Like t- I'm literally talking like last row, $150. <laughs> like what the fuck? Jesus, $150? I get it. It's a big event. They're back and everything like that. But, and I, and honestly, I think I've spent the most I've ever spent on a single band. I think it came out to like just a little under 120 and that was for an Iron Maiden show. And, but with me, when you go to an Iron Maiden show, it's not like you're just sitting there watching a band. There's a whole community. It's an experience. You hang out with people. It's, it's you know what I mean? It's like, it's an event. This is just going to a show and watching them play and then you leave and that's it. So not only were the nosebleeds 153, this is after the Ticketmaster charge. I think it came out to like 130 without it. Uh, going down on the floor, there were like $600 tickets, bro. $600 and then they reserved 10% of their seats to combat scalpers somehow where those tickets just like okay you could be sitting in the same row that I'm sitting in where I spent 153 bucks but if you're just one seat to the left of me you are now spending $900 oh my god and what they're saying is that that these tickets they're doing that because all of the proceeds are going to go to the um the charity of choice that's local to the town you know what I mean like the whatever the whatever charity they want to donate to in that city that's what they're gonna do all those proceeds will go to that but this is what pisses me off about it it's not so much i i I get that that's kind of a cool idea but what happened to and again i'm gonna say inflation is another thing i get that too and 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 downloading music it all comes into play which is why these bands charge so much now but if you rage against the machine okay here's another example tool just came back after 13 14 years right and yes, their tickets were expensive, but they were under $100 after the fees and everything. Tool, I would say, came up with Rage Against the Machine. They're friends, actually. Why can't they have those kind of prices? It, to me, it just doesn't make sense. And they I could. think that they could. But the thing is, is I think that it, it definitely, they're just assuming now that their fans have grown up and all make that kind of money. And it's hard to take a, you know, if you want to, even if I was just going to take Gale, dude, that's 300 bucks right there, 300 plus to go sit and watch a show for a couple hours. <clears throat> In the big scheme of things, not a lot of money. If I, I don't like credit cards, I don't use credit cards. If I had one, that would be an easy thing to do and just pay it off real quick. But to me, it just pissed me off that they're not even allowing fans that may be, you know, um, may have financial problems or just, or they just can't afford these expensive tickets and they're totally excluding them. And that's what pisses me off about that because they're sort of, you know, this is not, <laughs> I don't think I'm really like breaking new ground when I say this, of course, and I've already said it, but to me, it seems like they've become the machine that they used to rage against. You know, what no, I mean? it's true. They, cause the truth is they, there's, I've heard people say, well, they don't choose their prices. You totally can choose your prices. You totally can be like, could. you know what? Yeah. They, they can be can. like, okay, then we don't tour bingo. And no, they're going to be like, fine, $20 a ticket. They have the power to do that. They do. They're choosing not to. Yeah. It's, it's money. And maybe you got to pay some bills. I, I don't know. 
I don't know what it is. Maybe it's one of those, well, we could totally do it because everyone wants, like, they've proven it. Exactly. Tickets are selling out so quickly within minutes. They've proven that everyone wants to see them, myself included. Yeah. I just, I think I really probably would have ended up, I would have begrudgingly bought the tickets if I wasn't going to C2E2, but I can't just drop 300 bones and then take that out of my my fun money, you know? And is it, it would have been a good show, but here's what I'm not It's going to be a great show. I, I don't I don't know if it's going to be I know here's what I know for a fact it's not nine hundred dollars good for sure no, nothing Unless, is nine hundred dollars good no. I'm sorry well if if Paul McCartney said hey by the way Steve you're coming on my bus and I'm gonna and I'm gonna show you every single song I've ever recorded and the story behind okay it, but that's face. a whole experience thing bingo that's like that's, that's like it VIP to the tenth power <laughs> exactly. you know exactly I don't even think a VIP ticket would be nine hundred dollars so for them to say. Hey, but all your chari- all the money's going to charity. Be like, how about you charge me a hundred or fifty bucks a ticket, and I'll just donate the money to charity. <laughs> how about we do that? Yeah, I don't know. I just seem like it seems to me like it's a swing and a miss. Not for them because they sold out all of their shows. So clearly, people want to see them. And again, I will stress, I would probably end up doing it begrudgingly. But I would bitch about that for a while. Like, can you believe the prices? I can't but believe I'd be the they guy sold goes. out Save Mar Center. They didn't. They're not coming to Save Mar Center. This is oh. Oakland. They sold so now, out the Oakland Arena? Yeah, the Oracle. They sold I'm it out twice, shocked. from what I understand. If, if the second show's not sold out, it will be sold out for sure. Now, there's still a chance that maybe I might be able to go for free because my buddy has hookups, and, and I'm, I'm really, yeah. you know, fingers crossed kind of thing because without a doubt, Raids Against the Machine, and this is back in the 90s now, and maybe early 2000s, I can't remember. Last time I saw them was when Wu-Tang was supposed to open, but... Um, they put on a phenomenal show. Like the energy's there. They're angry. I'm very curious what they're going to be saying because Zach De La Rocha does a. He's one to give a lot of speech. It's oh, not yes. that I want the speeches, but this day and age, without getting too political, I would really like to hear what he has to say. You know what I mean? But I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't give those pri- those prices up. I just something annoyed me about that. It's like you guys could totally do this. And not to mention Zach De La Rocha doesn't have a lot of music out after Rage Against the Machine. There's a few things. There was this band called One Day as a Lion and he was on the run uh what was it? Uh he was on Run the Jewels 2 for one album or Oh yeah, for one his 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 um Run the Jewels fast. Dope. Run the Run the yeah. Jewels fast. Yeah. But other than that, I don't really think he's done a ton, you know, other than just playing with other bands for, you know, shits and giggles or whatever but tom morello with the rest of the band i should say had audio slave they just did prophets of rage which was basically a knockoff of rage against the machine and instead of having zach de la rocha do the or the vocals it was chuck d and be real which that was makes sense garbage it they were doing a lot of fair opinion. stuff like being just fair. I, I don't know it just seems like that's cool but you're just going because you never saw the real band so haha you know <laughs> it just wasn't good i just don't think i don't know why they're doing it like this i don't get it I don't know, man. I, I don't like the way that ticket prices are going. But then again, I'm the guy that's still living in the... I remember in the 80s when I spent twelve fifty to see Metallica. You know what I mean? Like, those things just don't happen anymore. I'd be so, interested to see if Bruce Springsteen tickets are this expensive. Oh, I'm sure they're pretty much up there. One thing I thought was really cool, this is back in... Dating myself. I want to say 99 or 2000. So, you know, obviously some time has passed. But I remember the Foo Fighters went on tour. And tickets were already like 50, 60 bucks. You know, yeah. they were they were up there. Maybe not quite 100 yet, but they were getting there. And the Foo Fighters went on tour and they did a, a like every stop was 12 bucks. That is so dope. So it's possible. It can be done. I don't know all of the logistics and, and legalities of you know, how Foo the Foo Fighters can do works. it, Rage can do it. Foo Fighters, exactly. So I don't know. 
I don't know what the hell's going on, but unfortunately, listen, Shannon, I know you're listening. I want you to enjoy the show. Uh, right now, I'm probably an extra large when it comes to concert tees because they do run a little bit small sometimes. <laughs> so extra large. <laughs> so if you can afford 300 bones for tickets, I'm thinking you can hook your boy up. So she, she's Shannon, going. Shannon, think about all the entertainment we've given you over the years. You know what I mean? I'm it's not trying to make you feel bad, but I think that's worth a T-shirt. This you know what? Saying. Here's what I'm saying. You know what, Shannon? In my opinion, I think you should try to give Rage Against the Machine a Heroes of Noise shirt. That's Ooh. how I think the balance of power is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that, man. Hey, it's about that time, homie. It is about that time. I got to get out, too. But All hey, right. guys, episode 100's coming up. Yeah! Super excited about that. C2E2's coming up. There is not going to be a show that week because I will be in Chicago. Can't record that one, and I'm not going to spend my time trying to put some shit out. So just know that the week of C2E2, no show. But maybe Stevie Jeevy's going to put something out. I don't know. Maybe. We'll I have see. a question for you, G. Yes, sir. What does C2E2 stand for? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would imagine it says, it's like it's Chicago like, 2 Conference 2. Chi- okay, real quick. I'll just... <laughs> Ain't that a droid on Star Wars? Chicago Comet and Entertainment Expo. So Chicago Comic C2 Entertainment Wait, Expo. C2? As in two C's. Chicago Comic. So that's C2. Uh-huh. Entertainment Expo E2. Oh, come on. Hey, I didn't make it up. <laughs> come on, G. <laughs> what are you, you on my ass? I didn't do it. Hey, come to Comic Con, C two. Like, gee, we're not doing, we're not doing this. I hear this thing is dope. I cannot wait to meet it's all of you that fun. are going to be there. Yes, Kevin just announced he's not going to make it. I can't say I'm happy about that, sir. But I understand sometimes you just can't, you can't be there. You got work. You got to handle your business. You got to. I am yeah, so looking murders forward. to solve, brother. You got to do that shit. You got to find out how how uh, someone was poisoned or what have you. Yes. But anyway. Back to next week. We will talk to y'all. We're going to send out. You'll probably already have it by the time this comes out. But you're going to know the times. We can't wait to talk to you guys. And that's pretty much about it, man. Yep, we just sort of we sort of just thrown out the last. the la- Dude, this is the last double-digit show we'll do. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, It's going to be fun. Can't We're wait. We're big boys now. Yeah. All right, Stevie, do your thing. All right, man. I love you guys. We're going to see you next time. And the next voice you're going to hear is the dude. Holla at your boy. Peace out. Hello there. I'm the dude. My name is Dan Ramirez. That's Steve Hudson. We are the Heroes of Noise. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be talking to you soon. Be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.